ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லெட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி லிசன் டு த எக்ஸ்ப்ளாய்ட்ஸ் ஆஃப் அ கிங் ஆன் அ பேட்டில் ஃபீல்ட் ஆஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு நைன்டீன் பெண்ட் அபவுட் த பாண்டியா கிங் தலையாலங்கானத்து செருவென்ற நெடுஞ்செழியன் பை த போயட் குடப்புலவியனார் The verse is situated in the category of Vagaitinai or a king's victory and speaks of how the king won over seven rival rulers at a famous battle in Tamil history. Imul kadal valaiya eendu agan kidakkai Tamil talai mayangiya talayalanganathu Mannuyir panmayum kootrathu orumayum ninnudu thukkiya venvel cheliya இரும்புளி வேட்டுவன் பொறி அறிந்து மாட்டிய பெருங்கல் அடாரும் பொன் என விரும்பி முயங்கினேன் அல்லனோ யானி மயங்கி குன்றத்து இருத்த குறியி இனம் போல அம்பு சென்று இருத்த அரும்புன் யானை தும்புடை தடக்கை வாயொடு துமிந்து நாஞ்சில் ஒப்ப நிலம்மிசை புரள எரிந்து களம் படுத்த ஏந்துவாழ் வளர்த்தர் எந்தையொடு கிடந்தோர் எம்புன் தலை புதல்வர் இன்ன விரலும் உலகுள் நமக்கு என மூதில் பெண்டிற் கசிந்து அழ நாணி கூற்று கண்ணோடிய வெறுவறு பரந்தலை எழுவர் நல்வலம் கடந்தோய் நின் கழுவூ விளங்கு ஆரம் கவைய மார்பே of the 800 plus songs explored thus far this is the first time the word tamil denoting both the language and people of the southernmost region of india appears felt happy to see that one of my identities that of being a tamil is exactly how the people of this region saw themselves 2000 years ago moving on to the patron king pandian nedunjalian being described here in we have briefly touched upon this king and this war at talayalanganam in the two preceding poems of purananuru 17 and 18 now let's listen to what this poet has to say about this much celebrated king through this translation upon this wide land surrounded by resounding seas the tamils battled at talayalanganam there you demonstrated the multiplicity of lives and the singularity of death o chelian with a victorious fear akin to the well laid trap placed in the mountain by hunters of the huge tiger is his wide chest i thought as i embraced it with affection akin to the confused flock of birds that rest upon small hills arrows pierce elephants leaving them with unbearable wounds and then they sever the elephant's hollow trunk at the mouth which falls on the land and looks like a plow thrown about and lying on the battlefield are brave men with raised swords crying along with our husbands here lie us past head sons too women from warrior clans ask aloud what are the victory could there be for us and shed copious tears seeing this even death feels ashamed on that fearsome battlefield and it is here you conquered the seven and that's why i thought about the tiger trap as i embraced your clean radiant pearl clad chest time to delve into the details of this somewhat disturbing song 
The poet starts by talking generically about this land surrounded by roaring seas and then zooms to the seat of action, a place called Talayalanganam, where he says the Tamils were at war with each other. He then turns to the king and says that's where the king showed that lives may be many, many, but death that strikes them all is but one. A philosophical thought that death spares no one, no matter who they are, where they are in this world. Then the poet goes on to describe what thoughts course through his mind as he embraced the radiant chest of this king. He was reminded of the huge wooden trap with which hunters cage a tiger in the caves of a mountain. Apparently, these hunters would leave some bleating sheep inside the caves and once the tiger enters pulled by the sheep's scent and sound, these hunters would close the mouth of the cave with a wide wooden board so that the tiger cannot escape. That wide board that can cage even fierce tigers, the poet places in parallel to the king's chest. The poet follows this with the reason why he chose this terrifying simile for the king's feature by narrating the scenes of the battle at Talayalanganam. Here arrows pierce the skin of elephants and look like sparrows resting atop hills. After this, the poet narrates an action that made me feel a little sickened. He talks of how the trunks of these fallen enemy elephants are severed and they seem to lie on the ground akin to farmland plows. I shudder at the pain inflicted on these innocent animals made to fight a pointless war for the sake of humans. If that's the case of animals on that battlefield, the humans did not fare any better, for they too lay there dead, making the women of warrior clans cry aloud, lamenting the death of their husbands and young sons. Seeing this, even the god of death felt ashamed, the poet remarks, concluding with the words that it was on such a battlefield that the Pandya king won over seven rulers, the Chera Chola kings, and five other sheftans or valers. Victory is fine and great, but at what cost? The plight of humans and animals in that battlefield sends shivers down the spine even after these thousands of years, and yet... Wars do go on. Won't our descendants a thousand years later look back at our time and shudder at the thoughtless wars fought with technology today? Indeed, food for thought for those in the seats of power. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.